Welcome to my podcast, Tricks of the Trademark. This is Eric Pelton with another podcast episode in which I share advice and experience based on my 20 years of working with clients around the world to protect and strengthen their brands. For more than 10 years, I've been doing an annual recap of the most important stories and ideas and trends in the world of trademarks, and I've been calling it Top Trademark Trends. I'm pleased that in recent years, I've been able to add audio podcast versions and now video versions as well to get out the news of my recap of the year in trademarks to as many people as possible. So I hope you'll enjoy this 2020 version of the Top Trademark Trends. And what a year 2020 has been. Um, not only has it been active in the trademark world, but of course, in a much more important, much larger scale, the COVID-19 pandemic has infiltrated everything this year. Not only the world of trademarks, the world of politics, the world of health, economics, and so much more. And it's been a really trying year for many people. Not only that, we had protests in the street after the murder of George Floyd. We had a highly contested presidential election and a lot of things in 2020. In the world of trademarks, there really weren't any major court decisions, in my opinion, but there still was a lot of important news, much of it related to COVID-19. So let's just begin there. Of course, March is when the lockdowns began and COVID-19 was officially declared a pandemic worldwide. And that, you know, brought changes to the world of trademarks in that the trademark operations went all virtual and they really did an amazing job of dealing with that. Most of the employees or most of the trademark examiners were already working virtually, but the trademark office is a huge operation and for them to successfully pull that off is really commendable. While there was a brief dip in filings after the first lockdowns, there has since been a surge in filings. And believe it or not, the year 2020 will end up as the largest ever volume in trademark filings in the U.S. Now, many of those filings, about a quarter, are coming from China, is one interesting angle. And we'll talk a little bit more about that later. But there are now more than 2 million active U.S. trademark registrations. Of course, as a result of the pandemic, there were many trademark applications filed with coronavirus, COVID-19 related themes. A lot of mask filings, a lot of filings with phrases such as, I survived quarantine or I survived COVID-19. Those type of filings, many, many of them are getting refused and rightfully so as ornamental or failing to function as mark or merely informational phrases. There was some important news when Congress passed the CARES Act earlier in 2020 that impacted trademarks. It gave the USPTO the authority to extend some deadlines, and they also created a program to allow for expedited handling of applications for trademarks that are involved in uh, treating COVID-19 or otherwise related to caring healthcare for the pandemic. They also, had to institute major budget cuts at the USPTO when the initial filings dropped in March and April as a result of the pandemic. And that led to 
I believe it's a cut of over $100 million in the IT budget for the trademark department. And that's something we're going to want to keep an eye on going forward and see what the impact is for that. All of this happened with a new commissioner of trademarks, David Gooder, took over just before the first lockdowns. And uh, so certainly unprecedented year in many ways, unprecedented for a commissioner to have to come in and address all these challenges right away. And, uh, you know, my hat's off to him. I think he's done a excellent job managing all of these unforeseen issues. The summer brought about the Black Lives Matter protests in the streets following the George Floyd killing. And that also brought about a lot of trademark filings with themes related to those issues. Like the COVID-19 filings, many of those are likely to be refused as ornamental or merely informational, and a great many of them don't actually function as indicators of source. Also during the year, we saw, following those protests, a large number of brands change their names. Here in the Washington DC area, the football team, formerly known as the Washington Redskins, is now the Washington football team. Just more recently, the Cleveland Indians announced a change. Aunt Jemima and Uncle Ben's and Eskimo Pie are other very long-standing brands that finally announced changes to remove themselves from the offensive history of those names. Now, we also saw that it is quite challenging for them to pivot, to change, to try to keep the history of the brand, perhaps, and the goodwill, and to find a new name that's not already, already taken. So those are some challenging situations for them. There was, as I was preparing my notes for this just a few days ago, I was prepared to discuss how legislation that was proposed earlier in the year to update some trademark laws, create some new mechanisms to deal with fraudulent filings or abandoned trademarks, that that legislation had stalled much earlier in the year in Congress after a few hearings. Well, it turns out that just last week, this legislation was put into the large relief package that was passed by Congress and is now on the president's desk awaiting to see if it is signed or not. So perhaps by the time you listen to this, we'll know more, but there is a possibility that there is new trademark legislation that will become law in early 2021. If so, you, you know, stay tuned. We'll have a lot more to report about the details of that. The one significant case from 2020 was a Supreme Court case over the mark Booking.com. That's B-O-O-K-I-N-G dot C-O-M. And the USPTO had refused registration of the mark, uh, asserting that it was generic and not capable of functioning as a mark and not capable of registration. Well, the Supreme Court said that adding the dot com to an otherwise generic word does make it potentially registrable and protectable. And so Booking.com is now on its way to being registered at the USPTO. I would place a huge caveat on this, that for most brands that are not nearly as large as Booking.com and don't have their resources, it's going to be a huge, if not impossible, task. Booking.com was able to pull this off because of spending millions and millions of dollars in promotion and advertising and legal fees. Finally, what I think is the biggest story going into 2021, the new USPTO trademark fees. 
These new fees go into effect on January 2nd, 2021, and they represent probably the most significant fee increase in trademark history in the US. There are multiple increases. There are some new fees created. They will affect applications, registrations, appeals, oppositions, a whole variety of matters, almost every type of matter at the US PTO when it comes to trademark filings. If you want to read more about that, look for recent episodes of the video or podcast, or look on my site at ericpelton.com slash 2021. That's ericpelton.com slash 2021 USPTO fee increase altogether. And you'll see my article detailing some more about that. Unfortunately, I'm ending my wrap up with a story that has been in here every year for many years about the scams. The scams continue. It can, a pandemic cannot slow down the scammers, apparently. Maybe it even invigorated them because scams not only now are showing up in the mail for applicants and registrants, they're showing up by email, they're showing up by text message. Um, and this is a you know, tremendous concern. I urge you to review carefully any warnings you get about your trademark, consult your attorney, review your records at the USPTO, and beware of those scams. You can also check out my site at www.isthisatrademarkscam.com for more details. As we now turn the page into 2021, the three stories that I'll be looking at as I will review at the end of 2021 and see how these things in 2020 evolved and changed in 2021 will be that huge influx in filings from China, the impact of the government filing fees and those increases and whether that impacts the number of applications and how it impacts small businesses in particular. And finally, that legislation, whether it gets signed into law and if so, what the impact of that uh, legislation will be. So despite the pandemic in 2020, or perhaps because of it, there was a lot of trademark news to report for the year. I hope you've enjoyed and found this top trademark trends of 2020 informational and useful. If you have any questions or you think I missed something, please let me know, leave a comment, send me a message, find me on social media, and wishing all of you a happier, healthier, better 2021. You've been listening to Tricks of the Trademark with me, Eric Pelton. I've been making trademarks bloom since 1999. For more information about my trademark services, visit my website at ericpelton.com. Thanks for listening. Thank you.